Track 20. 1. Would you mind answering a few questions for a survey I'm doing? Not at all. How do you feel about the funding for university education? Do you think it should be free or should people have to pay? Well, in the past I used to believe that university education was a basic right and should be free, but... But you don't now? Well, it's hard to say. I definitely believe everyone should have access to free secondary schooling, but I'm not so sure about university. People sometimes don't value things when they're free. Oh, I don't know about that. 2. As a medical student, how do you feel about the idea of private health care? I'm really against it. I think it's everybody's basic right to receive free medical treatment. Yes, but look at the mess the National Health Service is in here. The hospitals are overcrowded, the young doctors are doing 16-hour shifts. It's exploitation. Yes, but at least we have a health service. Well, I think basic treatment should be available in public hospitals. But if people have the money, they should also be able to have private treatment. Oh, but then you have a dual system. One for the rich and one for the poor. Three. So, Joe, how are you going with your assignments on alternative energy sources since our discussion last week? Well, one thing is certain. The nuclear debate is back. We've seen how much pollution oil and coal-fired power stations generate and the consequences of global warming are now really clear. So we have to find an alternative. But it doesn't have to be nuclear, surely. What about wind or solar energy? <laughs> and the, the... Yes, we know about all that, but it isn't sustainable. It's not going to keep a city of 12 million people going through the winter, whereas nuclear energy could. Four. Do you think it's a good policy to encourage young people to stay on at school after the age of 16? I don't believe in forcing teenagers to stay on at school if they really aren't enjoying it. Oh, I'm not sure about that. They're not really old enough to know what's good for them, are they? Yes, but school can be very boring. I think a lot of kids are better off leaving school at 16 and learning a trade, you know, something like hairdressing or building or carpentry. There's a desperate shortage of these people, you know. Maybe. I really regret leaving school early, just because I wasn't encouraged to stay on. 5. I've been looking at the pros and cons of public versus private funding for highways as part of my economics assignment. Private funding is really the way to go. Well, it may get the roads and tunnels built, but then we, the motorists, have to pay a fortune to use the roads. I mean, look at the cost of the city tunnel here. That's OK. If you use the road, you should pay for it. They've been building toll roads like this for years in places like France and Italy and America. Yes, I know, but I still think the state should fund this kind of thing. Well, if you don't pay when you use it, you'll have to pay higher taxes. Either way, you're going to pay. Mm, she's got a point, you know. Six. OK, Marion, how did you go with your newspaper survey? Are people still buying papers, or are they a thing of the past? Well, our survey has basically shown that older people still buy papers, but that most young people don't. Can you tell us a little more? Yes. Well, 80% of the people under 25 that I interviewed said they didn't buy a paper, but read the news on the internet. Hmm, that's interesting. And what did you discover, Rosa? 
Well, my group of over twenty-fives nearly all bought a newspaper each day. Track twenty-one. One. Jamie, what did your tutor think about your essay on wildlife conservation? Oh, I got quite a good grade, but there was a long written comment at the end of it. Yeah, I got one too. He said I could have spent more time on the background. Yes, me too. I should have done a bit more reading. I left out all that stuff about polar bears, which is pretty important, I guess.、Mm. He said he liked the fact that I'd used lots of statistics to support my argument. Two. I'd like everyone to prepare a presentation for the tutorial sessions throughout the semester. Are you going to give us a list of topics, or can we choose our own? It's up to you to come up with a suitable topic, as long as it's related to the course. What if we all choose the same topic? Should we get together as a group to discuss this? No, but I'd like you to make a time to come and discuss it with me personally, so that I can see if you're on the right track. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier to just give us a list of topics? I think you'll find my suggestion allows you more flexibility. Track twenty-two. What are you hoping to study at university? I'd like to do medicine because even though it's very competitive to get in, I feel it's a really worthwhile profession, and I think you'd always find yourself employed. Whereas I'm not so sure how useful a straight science degree is these days, unless you want to be a chemistry teacher. Yeah, that's possibly true, perhaps. Which is why I'm hoping to study law because I feel with this degree you can go in any direction.、Mm. You don't have to be a lawyer as such. There are lots of different areas you could work in, but you know, if you're a dentist, then that's what you are. You're a dentist, and what happens if you find out you don't like the work after all those years of study? What about you, Stan? I'm aiming to do languages at this stage. There's a lot less pressure to get in, and I think an arts degree gives you a good broad education. I toyed with doing computing, but there are so many people out there studying IT that I thought I'd prefer to study something I'm really interested in.、Mm, fair enough. Track twenty-three. Jim Talk is editor of the monthly automobile magazine Steering Wheel, and he's here to tell us about a recent study they've done. Hello. Now. Let's start with how you went about your study. Well, we picked four similar cars in four different categories and compared a number of features. To ensure objectivity, we refer to them here as vehicles one, two, three, and four. Okay. So tell us what you looked at. Well, we tried to balance the good with the bad. For instance, the first car we tested had quite comfortable seats, was well finished, but the passengers complained that it was cramped, especially in the back seat. It proved very economical on fuel, so good for city driving. But not the car for tall people, eh? And the next one. Well, by contrast, when it came to petrol consumption, vehicle two proved far from economical, but did have the advantage that you could go from naught to one hundred in only eight point two seconds. Good on the corners, so good road holding, but definitely not cheap at eighty-five thousand dollars. Bet I can guess what car that was. <laughs> Um, well, our findings on vehicle three were quite interesting. It appeared to be good value for money and so looked attractive, but in fact, we found that many standard features are not included in the price, such as air conditioning and remote locking. So the buyer needs to be aware of this. 
Yes, I've noticed that many manufacturers now include a lot of things that you used to have to pay for. Exactly. By contrast, Vehicle 4 had a great many features included in the price, and so is good value for money. But our test drivers found that they were not able to see well through the rear window, especially when reversing. So this is a potential danger and something we felt the manufacturers had overlooked.